Let me help you with a second definition. This one is very academic, this definition, but it works for some people and they begin to better understand narcissism and, and can identify with it. So let me give you definition two. Narcissism is a psychological disorder associated with grandiosity, a need for admiration and a lack of empathy. Let me just start there actually, and let me just talk about that. I often think that empathy is quite the opposite to narcissism. In other words, the two cannot live in the same place. I often think about magnets that repel themselves. Empathy, one magnet, narcissism the other, cannot coexist in the same place. They push against each other. And so an antidote to narcissism is to increase empathy. With that in mind, you could do something really helpful by watching a YouTube video, again by that person, Brené Brown, B-R-E-N-E, and you'll see a video that she has put there with lots of hits about empathy. It's a cartoon, maybe about seven, eight minutes long. You can't miss it. Listen to that video. It's really helpful in explaining what is empathy. And when you begin to understand the cost of empathy, you recognize how difficult actually as a trait it might be. Maybe what you've been exercising, what you've been doing with your acquaintances in your relationships is much more something to do with sympathy rather than empathy. Understand empathy really well, because if you can go after it, you're likely to see narcissistic behaviors recede. So let's pick up on our definition then. Narcissistic traits tend to run on a continuum. A higher psychologically functioning narcissist is often successful and charming, but may have intimacy problems in relationships. A person who has a more severe form of narcissism may appear nearly delusional with his or her grandiosity and may act out destructively when he or she feels criticized. Narcissistic behavior involves much idealization and devaluation. In order for you to be in the focus, others have to become less. Characteristic traits include grandiosity, entitlement, lack of empathy, idealization of self, and devaluation of others. Narcissistic damage occurs when a child's vulnerable and developing core sense of self is not seen and reflected back by the adults around him or her. Each child is born a unique individual with special gifts and personal challenges, multi-layered and both simple and complex. For any one layer to develop, that part of the child needs to be seen, heard, and understood and valued. You see, this is where some things don't go well in childhood and the childhood development place holds a lot of keys to the development of 
we call it the fragment itself, but also to, of course, the um, development of sex addiction, which is all about self-soothing. Doesn't mean the child is necessarily viewing porn or doing sexual things at that point, but it evolves from the patterns of self-soothing behaviors. Parents have to be present to be mirrors, to bear witness and reflect back. Healthy, grounded parents help young people build a frame of reference for living. You could actually say that is a similar definition in, in this part to attachment issues. We're gonna come on to attachment issues and help you to really understand that concept of attachment. Continuing with this definition though, when a parent's own woundedness and unmet needs override their ability to be present to a child or a parent's undeveloped parts of themselves renders them unable to respond to a child's vulnerable and authentic needs, the child's core sense of self can be lost, fragmented or undeveloped. The loss, fragmentation and undeveloped and lost child enters a cold, cruel world, ill-equipped to relate, to define fulfillment from the inside out and connect with the spirit of life. When our primal wiring meets the world we live in today, characterized by disconnection at personal, family and social levels, we experience a helplessness and a loneliness that is beyond what we are biologically prepared to embrace. Narcissistic wounding is sometimes referred to as the emptiness wound. That, that, that definition is very academic. Sometimes I, I read it for some clients, but I give them the sheet with it on. Don't know what you made of it, but the fact is, your brain is not gonna want to acknowledge that you've got any of these traits. And I just say, go on a reflective journey. Begin to tease out and see whether in fact, you actually do have aspects of this trace of narcissism. It is really important actually to find it because it will be impacting your relationships. There will be some unseen, unconscious patterns of behaviors that others are noticing in you, but you may not readily notice, you may not readily acknowledge. In any event, even if you want to avoid any such label of narcissistic behaviors, definitely you'd want to go after the antidote, which is increase your ability to do empathy at a deep level. Empathy is really costly because there's something about, in order to really do empathy, I have to take my shoes off and step into your shoes in order to see the situation from your vantage point. That feels quite scary. Not all of us will want to look at life from somebody else's vantage point, particularly where they go through some really difficult stuff. We would have to invest our emotions into where they are at in order to really do empathy. That really can feel very scary for some people. And so you're gonna see the battle which you're gonna engage in when you try and do more empathy 
in order to cause narcissistic behaviors to recede and get behind you.